had a vibe. Maybe I can wear a ball run. I'm just having a look at your eyes. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm fucking excellent. Damn! I saw something the other day that was like, I don't know why I'm on like mm, things that fucking white people say that <laughs> nobody else says. Uh-huh. That's my TikTok algorithm right now. And Is it, it fucking cracks me up because every time it's like when they say, how you doing? And you say, living the dream. Since you're drowning in depression. And I was like, fair. I say that every Solid day. Point. <laughs> it's my response every time. Dude, my algorithm is bad right now. I don't know what it is, but every time I hear, fuck, now I can't think of the song, but it's always sad. Like it's a happy song or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it turns sad. And it's oh. always about parents losing their kids. Oh, God. Oh, God. I am like. Why are TikTok, you TikTok? You're fucking me up. Yeah. I only watched one because it was like before I realized what the trend was. Yeah, and I only watched trend. one. Trend. What a shitty gr- trend. I know where I fucking it crushed my soul, and I was like, I'm never doing that again. Mm-mm. And then it's almost gotten me a handful of times because it's always like little kids being picked up from their crib or something, and then it's like died fucking three days later eating a goddamn muffin, and I'm like, why? The fuck? Why? <laughs> why? TikTok? No, why? Awful. Why is there? Okay, listen, I'm mm-hmm. all for like artificial intelligence and shit Mm -hmm. because like it's great and wonderful but like it's kind of weird that we fucking target people based off of their video likes like what are they gathering from me I don't really care. Data. It's yeah. all data. I don't really care, but like, are they like, man, she fucking loves watching wet monkeys run around a bathroom. We're going to f- try to sell her bananas. <laughs> Maybe. Or like bathroom supplies. Like, yeah. you're going to need a lot of towels. She- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm a shower curtain will keep them in. Like in 500 thread count Egyptian cotton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Or like the ones that are all about fashion or whatever. They're like, ah, oh, maybe this person likes fucking boots and stuff. Oh, man. Fucking TikTok. It's fucking TikTok. Anyway, Aaron, you want to give me your goddamn this week? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before you even goddamn, guess what? This episode comes out on fucking Halloween. It's Halloween today. Is it Halloween day? It yep. is Halloween today. Mm-hmm. Happy Halloween. This, this Halloween. This is Halloween. Halloween. Ba, 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 ba. No affiliation with Tim Burton? Nope. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Here's the thing. What? I don't have a goddamn. Oh, okay. I totally fucking spaced. <laughs> when you were like, you want to, I was like, you want to get into murder? I was bringing out my phone. <laughs> You're like, yeah. No, let's you, go. Why? You got to give me a goddamn. Uh, fucking, we've done this how many times? Fucking 200, no, 164. Wow. 200. Yeah. I so mean, you know, you really feel. It feels like, a, it feels like 200. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, well, let me tell you my goddamn. Okay, thank God. So we went to the pumpkin patch recently, right? Mm-hmm. And we picked out some fucking pumpkins. And last weekend, I was a single parent. Lee went on a fucking daddy venture, whatever. Had a good old time. And I was with the kids. Well, on Saturday, I was like, hey, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to carve some fucking pumpkins. Because we live in San Diego, so you can't carve those pumpkins too early. Or no. they will become fucking mush, right? So I'm like, okay, I need to keep them entertained, and also we won't have time the actual weekend of Halloween because we have 500 things going on. Yeah. So, anyway, so fucking long story short, we carved the pumpkins on Saturday. I'm thinking everything's going to be great. No problem. It's a week before. Well, these motherfucking pumpkins living in goddamn San Diego, they did not make it. They did not survive. So people who do not understand, if it's hot, it's hot here all the fucking time. It's never fucking winter no, or anything. Yeah. And so are if, they already dead? If you carve a pumpkin too soon, it'll like melt. Yeah. Well, 
I was like, oh, well, just keep it inside. It'll be fine. I did the worst thing ever. Lee came home. He put his fucking book on the table next to the pumpkins, which I had on the table where we carved and everything. And I'm like, it's fucking climate controlled in this house. Everything's going to be okay. And like three days later, he goes to pick up his book and it's wet. Ew. And then he goes to touch the pumpkin and all of these little tiny gnats come out of it. No. It like squishes in. <gasps> you guys, it was like four days on my kitchen counter. And when you looked in like the face, full of fucking mold. Oh. Which I don't know how I didn't notice before, but I probably just didn't investigate. I'm like walking by and it just yeah. looks dark, whatever. Oh my God. So I had two pumpkins on my table that literally liquefied within days. Oh, my God. Just fucking days. So we don't have our pumpkins for Halloween, which is really not a big deal because nobody fucking hikes up here to get candy anyway or care if I have a pumpkin. They're coming for the fucking charisma of your house. Yeah. Pumpkins. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Fuck, don't make me feel worse. Oh, my God. And then both my kids, they loved those pumpkins every day. They'd be like, I carved a pumpkin. And then having to, like, spoon them up and, like, open the door, open the door. As I'm, like, running out the door, spilling its guts everywhere. And my littlest one's like, where'd the pumpkins go? And I'm like, yeah. I thought I had it fucking down. thought I had it fucking down. We have anybody else? Yet. Anybody else have this fucking problem? No. Well, I'm sure everybody fucking does. Yeah. At least everybody here. It's like a hard lesson you learn your first Halloween in San Diego. You're like, oh, you can't carve them like weeks in fucking advance. Like after day one, they're molding. Yeah. My parents never really carved them until the day of Halloween. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we always used to living in Virginia and shit. It's fucking cold. It's cold enough that your pumpkin won't rot. Yeah. And we would do it like a week or two ahead. Two weeks. Three weeks. I don't know. It was fucking... Whatever the fuck we want to do. <laughs> Shit was like a refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. No, we always did it like on the day of, but I, I don't. Huh. In my mind, I haven't pumpkin carving is an event prior to Halloween. Hmm. It's just like how Christmas shopping is like an event prior to Christmas. I kind of stopped liking carving pumpkins after a while because my dad would be like, and we will use the entire buffalo. And he wanted to like make pumpkin stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And pumpkin seeds and all that. And I was like, and this is, this is not good. I made pumpkin. I love I like pumpkin seeds. seeds when they're real salty and delicious, but my yeah. dad would be like, here's some baked pumpkin seeds because he was, you know, healthier than I ever wanted to be. Lame. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it would just be crunchy. And then he'd be like, and now we're having fucking pumpkin for dinner. Like four no. days. And I was no. Like, this is gross. Nobody wants pumpkin. Nobody wants pumpkin. Well, anyway, so my pumpkins are pumpkin soup, but not the kind you want. Mm-mm. Nobody wants pumpkin soup anyway. Mm-hmm. Did you have time to figure out a goddamn? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> sounds so enthusiastic. <laughs> don't worry about me, guys. <laughs> um, it's, it's just going to be that I've been super fucking excited for tomorrow. Yes. Now. We're finally fucking doing it, and it's been like a goddamn buildup in my mind for this entire week. How now? long ago did we decide to do this? Over a year. Uh, it was pre-COVID, like 2019. Yeah. We made a decision in 2019. Yeah. We made a decision in 2019 to go see Tom Segura, and I'm so fucking excited. Mm -hmm. And he's one of my favorite comedians, Mm -hmm. and now it's finally happening tomorrow, and I'm so fucking excited. But before that, we're going to fucking gamble all day and day drink, and I'm so excited about that, too. Me, too. Me, too. All the kids are at grandma and grandpa's. Hell, Yeah. But yeah, we bought these tickets literally. I think we made the decision to buy them in 2019, and it might have been that he was going to come here like in March or something in 2020, and then fucking COVID hit. And then it pushed back to like June because they were like, this will all blow over in a couple months. Yeah, nothing (laughs) to see here, guys. Yeah. Oh, man. And then it didn't blow over. And so now it's finally blown, or like, they're like, we don't fucking care. We're like, fuck it. So. 
Yeah, man, the anticipation of this. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. I'm so excited. And then it'll be like a little fucking triple date night. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. See you soon, Tom. Yeah, Tom. And he'll be like, oh my God, I've listened to the podcast. And I'll be like, oh my God, me too. We're like just as famous as you. Yeah, we're totally like same level. Same level. Don't worry, I understand the biz. (laughs) The industry. He'll be like, can you get away from me? (laughs) Speaking of industry, should we mention that we have a sponsorship now? Oh yeah, because that's going to be different. Yeah, it's going to be a little different. Mm -hmm. But So we got a sponsorship with Elfster, which is new. We're trying something new. We said we were going to try to fucking... Yeah, we're trying to podcast. Bear with us, people. Yeah. Hey, ladies and gents, guess what time it is? What time is it? It's that time of year again where we're going to start playing fucking Secret Santa and shit. Hell yeah. And we're actually going to integrate Secret Santa into our Moonblood 2.0 operation. I love it. So this year we've decided not only to do Operation Moonblood, where if you need help, you come let us know. Or if you can give help, you come let us know. But we want to do... A Secret Santa with all of our listeners. Mm-hmm. So we've partnered up with the little elves over at Elfster <laughs> to help us make this happen. Okay, because last time we were doing emails and shit and it was kind of all over the place. So check it out. Elfster is the number one Secret Santa app in the world. In the world. The world. Okay. On this app, you get to create a free gift exchange. I don't know if you fucking heard me, but I said free. Oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. To make gift giving easier. And you just set the date and the budget and Elster takes care of the rest. They even draw names for you, which is super awesome. And because all of this is done through an app or online, it brings family and friends together no matter where they are with a virtual gift giving exchange, which is freaking awesome because hello pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. Including our goddamn fam. Hell yeah, our goddamn fam. We need to bring us all together. And we can't all be in the same place at the same time because that would just be sheer chaos. So instead, (laughs) we're going to do it virtually. So on Elfster, you get to add gifts to your wish list from all the brands you love, including Amazon, Etsy, Fanatics, Nordstrom, Sephora, and Zappos. So it's really cool. A lot of cool stuff on there. You go on there, you create your wish list, and then we're going to match you up with a secret Santa. And then you're going to actually get gifts that you want. Like somebody doesn't have to just guess what you want. There's a whole list. I love it. Super awesome. So go to Elfster.com or download the Elfster app today and stay tuned at the end of the episode where you can find further information about Operation Moonblood 2.0. All right, Aaron. Oh, Stace. Can you give me your story this week? Because I feel like we haven't seen each other in forever and it's literally only been a week, but I am itching for an interesting case. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) you will not believe what I have in store for you. Don't scratch it. I was like, ew, gross. (laughs) Lotion. It's winter. (laughs) (laughs) It's not winter. It's 500. It was 90-something degrees today. It was 90-something degrees today. I was like, man, I should have taken my fucking top off my jeep this week. Right? Yeah. So what are you going to tell me about this week, Erin? This week, I am going to tell you about a man named Theodore Edward Conies. Okay. Okay? Theodore. You got thrown off because I wrote Philip Peters on there. Yeah, you, you really threw me for a loop back <laughs> You there. were like, Theodore? No, I thought we were going to talk about Philip. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Theodore was born November 10th, 1882 in Illinois. Okay. Wow. 1882. Jesus. Yeah, we're going way back. Is this even fucking legally documented? Or is it just like a fucking tale? You Mostly know? no. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was born in 1980. 19- 
1882, so the story takes place in, like, 1946-ish, I think. Jesus Christ. How old is he? fucking 70 or something. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. But, listen, let's get back to— Not getting tired, huh? Let's get back to the beginning. Okay. Let's start over. (laughs) When he was born in Illinois. Okay. Okay. Just the one. Just the one. Okay. (laughs) Every time. I knew you were going to say it. So when he was a kid, his dad died, and he and his mom moved to Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. And he was always kind of a sick kid. Oh. It's not clear what he was sick with, but... I the, think they just all were back then. Yeah. Like, you just are always sick, and if you live, then awesome. And if not, it was just expected, and that's why we had so many kids. Mm, I think it's that, but, like, the doctors were like, he's not going to see past 18. Oh. Like, this guy is fucking destined for an early... Seeing, like, the iron lung? Yeah, but he wasn't in it. He was just fucking sick and frail, right? Okay. And so, because of this, he didn't graduate high school. Oh. And then, when he was a teenager... like, I'm not fucking my time, fucking around with that. Yeah, he's Fucking like, my time. I'm not going to fuck my time up with that. Because <laughs> I got I don't... There's no reason. Yeah. Like, what, is he going to get a degree and then do die? Like die? Yeah. So Jesus. He's like, whatever, right? Wow, I never thought about it that way. I mean, well, I mean, just like all those kids that make a wish, they're not going to school. Oh, yeah. Why? Why yeah. would you? Well, yeah. learn to write? Bitch, no. <laughs> For what? <laughs> You said learn to write. Like, that sounds hard. I need to fucking write in heaven. <laughs> Sign all my cards. <laughs> so. Oh, God, we are awful people. Yeah, you know. This is, this is a bad idea. Yeah, it was. Okay. Mm. So then when he was a teenager, he got a job in sales. Mm-hmm. But he believed that people treated him differently because he was, like, kind of sick and frail and whatever. Oh, my God. Right? Okay, so you could tell there was something going on. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And he was kind of bitter about his situation. Hmm. So he opted to spend most of his time alone. Okay. And then at, like, 17 years old, he became homeless because Sh- he could He's going to die. Yeah, but he couldn't, like, hold down a job. Well, so. his parents weren't like, it's cool, you can come live with us. You no, don't feel good. No, his dad was dead. And his mom, I'm not clear on where she was. She probably had fucking 16 others. She could have. Not that she a hoe, but, like, you know, <laughs> just because of the time. It was just how, how it was at the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't really know where she was at. But... From then on, for most of his adult life, he was in and out of work and mostly homeless. Okay. Oh, man, that's tough. But also, like, he made it past 18. So yeah, congrats. Good man. for him, right? What a rough fucking teenage year. Yeah. But keep in mind, this is also during the Great Depression now. Mm. And so nobody could get work. Like, yeah. It's just nobody was hiring, I guess. I don't fucking know. Yeah, History. All of that. <laughs> there was one guy named Philip Peters who taught guitar lessons with his wife, Helen. Mm-hmm. And I guess Theodore would go to these lessons, and he and Philip kind of got to know each other a little bit. I'm unclear if he was paying for these lessons or if he was, like, lurking in the back. Oh, okay. Because he was homeless. It's like the people that do yoga at the park or, like, training at the park. (laughs) Yeah, and there's just a person behind a tree. Like, how many push-ups did they just do? (laughs) (laughs) Like in Bridesmaids. Yeah. (laughs) Because he was homeless. You're not going to spend your last fucking dollar on a guitar lesson. Oh, yeah, very good point. Maybe it was just, like, more of, like, a we all hang out and jam, and I'll show you how to play. Maybe. Hmm. It could have been. So each time, Philip would offer to buy Theodore dinner, right? Oh, that's nice. He was just a nice fucking guy, and they would talk, and Theodore would kind of unload all of his problems in a little vent session type deal. Mm -hmm. And then Philip would just listen, and he was just genuinely being a nice guy. That happened, I want to say, like, three times throughout their lives that they kind of crossed paths and were like, oh, shit, this guy, right? Yeah. Now, Philip... Philip was retired from working on the railroad. He was married to a lady named Helen, and they had some kids. And evidently he could play guitar. And evidently he could play guitar. 
And, and they had some kids. <laughs> they had some kids. Okay, so by the time of this story, though, they're well into their golden years, right? Like, fucking... They're I 70 was, or something, right? Yeah. You just said. It's... I'm unclear on how old they actually were, but at this point, Helen broke her hip, and oh. then Philip couldn't, like, take care of her alone, so she had to stay in the hospital. So Aww. they're however old that is, oh, right? Oh, this is a sad story. Um, Aren't they all? Yeah, I know. Mm. But, like, hmm. Yeah. Not so, a broken hip. Yeah, she broke her hip. She had to go to the hospital. Philip was at home alone, and he had, like, neighbors and stuff watching out for him, right? Okay. So one night, Theodore was hungry, and he decided to go to Philip's home and ask him for some food or, like, a place to stay, right? Oh, okay. So Theodore is older, too? Yeah, yeah. And he's still homeless. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's a tough life. Yeah. He was kind of a street guy, I guess. But okay. Philip was always super nice to him, like treated him like a person and all yeah, that, right? Yeah. And like so, they were friends. Yeah, basically. exactly. And so theater was like, oh, well, maybe Philip will help me. But Philip wasn't home, but his door was unlocked. Oh, okay. So theater was like, sick, I'll just break in real quick. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to steal some food, right? Mm. So theater goes poking around Philip's house and he's like, fuck yeah, this place is kind of nice. And oh. he finds the attic. <gasps> is he going to go live up there? He's like, that fucking creeps me out. I can work with this. Oh, no. And it's not even like a legitimate attic. It's like a small opening with oh, like God. a kind of crawl space. Yeah. Like you can't it. stand up in it. Yeah. yeah. And so Theodore goes and makes a little nest up oh, there. Oh, no. Don't call it a they nest. They call it a nest. No. Yeah. And so, eventually, Philip comes home, obviously. Yeah. And he doesn't notice anything out of place or out of the ordinary. He's just going about his fucking life. Yeah. Right? Who's going to fucking know that there, there's Theo's up in the goddamn attic? Somebody upstairs? Yeah. yeah. Theo. <laughs> Meanwhile, Theodore is literally fucking living in the attic and sneaking down to steal food every so often. Oh, my right? God. Creepy. What was he doing with his poops, you ask? <laughs> just fucking chilling with him. He just kept them up there. He was no. Like, this is where I will keep them. I did. I wasn't even thinking that. I just assumed he also crawled down to take a shit. Mm-mm. What are you going to spend fucking 25 minutes in there? Well, on TikTok? That's, I guess that is if you're a dude. If you're a chick. I guess if you're me. You just squirt it out real quick. Yeah. I can <laughs> pop one of those out real quick and then just be done. Gross. No, Why you, is that gross? <laughs> you could evacuate poop. your bowels very efficiently. That's disgusting. <laughs> Well, I don't know what else to say. That's very efficient of you, Stacey. Thank you. That is more like it. I deserve praise. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so on October 17th, 1941, mm-hmm. Theodore sneaks down to get some food, but this time he didn't realize that Philip was still home. <gasps> he had just Busted. Been taken a nap. And Philip was like, what in the actual fuck is this about? <laughs> Did he, like, witness them crawling down or was he just like, and then I appeared in uh, his house? I think it was more like he walked into the kitchen and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, he's all, oh, and like, he's, like, getting them food. Yeah, literally caught getting shit out of the attic, right? Uh, or out of the fucking covered. refrigerator. Yeah. yeah. And so Theodore panics and grabs a cast iron stove shaker. Oh, no. What is that? Mm. For those of us who didn't know that, <laughs> yeah. it's like the handle to uh, the handle of like an old timey fucking cast iron stove and you put it on there and you shake the grill on it or whatever to like mm. get the ashes down or some shit. Oh. I don't know. We used to have a wood-burning stove in my house, like an antique wood-burning stove. It was, like, next to our table. Well, it looks crazy. like a little, like, thing that you would crank. 
part of a handle. Yeah. I remember that. Hmm. Well, apparently it's that comes out. like a spring-looking handle. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently that comes out. It was cast iron and... Heavy. Heavy. And Theodore beat Philip with that a lot. Oh, no. He didn't just, like, zap him and bail? No. Like, oh, God, that was an oopsie. Nope, nope. <gasps> Is he going to live in his house and pretend to be him? He, Philip ends up dying. Oh, God. And Theodore doesn't really know what to do now, and so he just fucking books it. He's like, I'm, oh. I was fucking never here, right? He did not mean to do that. Mm-hmm. Why did he then? Like, that's an aggressive surprise move. Yeah. Like, Some of the articles fucking... were kind of painting him as, like, real bitter with the world and not liking other people because he was sick and, like, they had all oh, these okay. things that he didn't have. And so one of them was saying, like, he was mad that Philip had things. all of this yeah. when he had nothing. But I kind of got more of the impression of, like, they were friends and he got surprised mm-hmm. and, he, like, he knew he shouldn't have been doing that. And so he was like, fuck, right? Yeah. Wow. Okay, so I mentioned that Philip was older and his wife was in the hospital, Mm -hmm. but he had neighbors looking out for him, right? Yeah. And one neighbor in particular would cook meals for Philip, and then when Philip didn't show up for dinner, she got concerned, and she called the cops, and the cops came to do a welfare check, and they found Philip bludgeoned to death in his home. Oh, my God. How long had he been there? Like an hour. Oh, my God. That was really fast. was not long. Yeah. Wow. So they searched the home, but no one checked some of the... Up in the attic, so they don't see the little fucking neckbeard nest or whatever, right? Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. Did you guys check the attic? (laughs) Didn't know that was a fear I had to have. So meanwhile, weeks go by, and the police have no leads. Helen gets released from the hospital, and she moves back into their home. Oh, my God. Poor Helen. Poor fucking Helen. Oh, no. And she gets a friend to move in with her since now she's a recently widowed kind of older person she could use help around the house surgery or whatever yeah Yeah. she just had this big hip injury and so months go by and helen's friend is like fucking bro i didn't want to say anything because your husband was just murdered in this home but this place is super fucking haunted oh like they're creeped out yeah like super creeped out she's like shit's like keeps moving places (gasps) Ooh, a good old haunting Mm -hmm. she's like i hear (gasps) random like Upstairs in the attic. Right? He's like, fucking, there's poop. But she's like, you know, I hear random sounds. There's food missing. (gasps) Is he still living up there? So the friend is like, you got a ghost and I'm out. Like, I'm not doing this shit anymore, right? And Helen was like, well, fuck, I can't live by myself. So she moves to Grand Junction to be with her son. Okay. And the house stays vacant. And eventually... Neighbors started complaining about this haunted house as well. Okay. (laughs) Lights would turn on and off inside. How is there still electricity? She's paying the bill? I mean, they still owned the house. I guess they didn't fucking winterize it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So lights would turn on and off inside. There was a gross smell coming from the house. Yeah, that's the poop in the attic. And people would see the outline of a person in a window. Hmm. Shit like that. Yeah. And so the cops, Theodore. Fucking Theodore. So the cops get called out and they never find anything. They chalk it up to like fucking rowdy teenagers pulling pranks and stuff, right? A party in the house or Mm -hmm. something. And then one night in July 1942, which was nine months after Philip was murdered. Wow. The cops get called out for one of the neighbors seeing a shadow of a man. This time, when they get there, they go inside and they hear a noise upstairs. Is he still living in the attic when he's all alone? 
in this house. they rush up the stairs, and one of them opens a closet door, and they see legs dangling from the fucking attic little crawl space. Oh, my God. They grab onto his legs, and they pull the guy down, Uh and he immediately faints. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, because he's sick. Because he's sick, and he's old, and I guess he was super emaciated because he's... Living literally like a homeless person in this in a home. house. Oh, that's actually really sad. Super sad. Okay. Well, they arrest him because it's not that sad. He bludgeoned a person to death. Yeah, but still, oh my God. He gives a full confession at the police station. I want to know the circumstances a little better. Not that he. it's okay to beat anybody to death. I'm not like mm-hmm. trying to give him a pass. Mm-hmm. I realize by the last couple things I've said that might be misleading. But I'm curious, like... Obviously, something he either had like an anger thing that something snapped and he just beat the shit out of him, or like you were saying, like he was bitter and angry at the world and he just fucking despised him and was using him and then beat the shit out of him. Like it just seems like a pretty big jump for like just an old man who's hungry and homeless. Yeah, I think it was um, possibly like a survival thing because he was homeless for most of his life. And so I'm sure you're not going to come across like the nicest people in that and maybe yeah. he had that like reaction of like don't fuck with don't, me uh, like oh shit i got surprised yeah and <sighs> either way either way so they arrest him they arrest him the cops went to search the attic where they had seen him disappear right or How much attempt to disappear find? well they had to send their smallest guy since the door was too small for like a normal sized person because oh, i mentioned really? he was super frail <gasps> so you would have never even thought that somebody would even be up they there. didn't even consider that a person would be up there yeah Wow. The guy said that it smelled so bad that he threw up. Oh. And Theodore had been keeping his fucking poops and all that up in the attic. That's not a mentally healthy person. No, definitely not. And he obviously hadn't been showering or anything. So he's just literally. Why is that not obvious? He's in a place alone. Okay, but like, okay, after, after that, with the months after Helen had moved out, he probably should have showered or like took a shit in the toilet and flushed it. If the electricity's on, I'm guessing there's water. Which maybe he started to, but like there was still poop in there from the before time because he just had didn't want to like fucking, fucking go in shifts. Out. Like every, th- every day I throw three of them away. <laughs> like, See, but you're thinking like a mentally okay person. I know, I know, I know. Of like, if you just tackle That's this task. That's what I'm task, here to do, all right? One bite at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas yeah. mentally ill person who may or may not be homeless inside of a home, yeah, would be more of like ah, fuck that attic. That's my poop corner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Got it. So the cop also said something along the lines of a man would have to be a spider to stand it up there, like to stand it long up there. Hmm. And That's kind of a weird. Yeah, but it was also in, like, 1946, so they're like, "Mm, man would have to be a spider to get up there, like, to stay up there, whatever the fuck, right? And the media was like, that's great. And so they called him the Denver Spider-Man, and he was given— Okay. How can they have—how—wait. Mm-hmm. How—how was he like a spider? Because he crawls up in high places, maybe, and he made a little nest, like a web. I think it's like a little nest, a little west, a little web, a little nest in the attic. Okay. And he was like—he was a very tall but frail person, so he was, like, spindly. (laughs) Spindly. A daddy long leg. Yeah, like the legs of a spider, maybe. (laughs) That's pretty fucked up, actually. (laughs) 
okay. Well, I wasn't going to let you go on if I didn't understand where the basis of his name came on. So we can continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So he was given a trial by jury and he was convicted of murder and sentenced to life in prison. Yeah. He died on May 16th, 1967 at like fucking 85 years old. And I am unclear whether or not they executed him. Honestly, that's got a not, I'm going to sound like an asshole, mm-hmm. which I'm good at doing, but mm-hmm. like, that's not a bad gig for him. He was I mean, homeless. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, other than the whole freedom thing, you know, but like, yeah, but, like he wasn't really using his cot? freedom anyway. What? He wasn't really using his freedom anyway. Yeah. Was he not leaving the house? I don't think so. Because I don't know how he would get back in or like. Open the door? Yeah, but if it's locked. Well, he's on the inside. He can unlock it. Yeah. And leave and leave it unlocked. Are you going to leave a house unlocked? I guess if you're a homeless person. I'm pretty sure they probably didn't even have locks then. (laughs) (laughs) What is this, the 40s? (laughs) I mean, you're probably right. Nobody probably locked their doors. They had shotguns. I don't know. They had stove shakers. Yeah. I didn't know that's what that was. Yeah. I I remember a heavy thing, but I thought that was to lift the like circle inserts out so that you could get to the fire. I mean, it could have been that, or that could have been another use for it. It was just like, yeah, it's a thing. Last time I saw this thing, I was nine, so I wouldn't trust my memory. Listen, yeah, I Googled it, and I still was unclear on where it went. <laughs> like, what is this? Yeah. What goes on here? Yeah. Isn't it crazy to think that in that time, it was standard to have a wood-burning stove for, like, that's how you cook your meals, is literally a campfire in your house. Yeah. I'm pretty glad that we don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. that sounds like a fire hazard. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and then it's like, if you cook, you also built a fire in your house, so it's hot as fuck. Mm. Ew, cooking during summer. I know. But I was like, going to say, also- would you just use the crock pot? But, like, you wouldn't have that either. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go to In-N-Out. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you just get fast food? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, well, I'm glad he fucking got convicted for that. Whatever happened to Helen? She just lived out her glory years in her son's house? Yeah. Yeah, she just lived down with him, which I feel pretty bad for the friend or whatever to be like, hey, man, I really, I don't feel comfortable here. I feel, hear a lot of noises. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you think that friend's, like, was fucked up? Oh, like, probably. I lived in a house with somebody. Ooh. The Spider-Man. Ooh. How scary is that? That's so crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, if you want to go check out pictures pertaining to Aaron's case, go to isgpodcast.com. Dot com. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at ISG Podcast. Come join the Goddamn Pod group. It's on Facebook, and it's a lot of fun. And all you have to agree to do is be nice to each other. And Hell we yeah. hang out, and we have fun. You can email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com. And then, Aaron, where can they snail mail us? At P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. And also, okay, two things. Ooh, yeah. First of all, we need to talk about Operation Moonblood 2.0. We, we need c- to talk about what happened at the at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> yeah, what you heard earlier, that promo Yeah, for Elster. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing Operation Moonblood 2.0 is coming up, and we need everybody to get their shit together, okay? <laughs> and so we decided that we're going to make this into two different kind of tiers, right? Because last year we had... So many people come forward that were like, hey, I know people who need help. And then so many others that stepped forward and was like, hey, I want to help people. Mm -hmm. So we decided what we would do. We still do that again. Like if you know somebody who needs help in some way, shape or form, please email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com with the subject title Operation Moonblood 2.0. And uh, we're going to try to align people again for, like, if you need help, if shit's going crazy and you need a lot of help, fucking we got your back. We're going to figure it out. 
Mm -hmm. And then for the second tier, we want to do just like a fun uh, Secret Santa with all the listeners. How fun would that be? We're doing it. And so we're going to use Elster. We've created a gift exchange. And so if you guys want to come be a part of that, I don't know what like the minimum or maximum should be. I think you can put on there. I have to look at it a little better. I think you put a a maximum. Okay. I like that. Okay. Um, anyway, we'll figure out those details. But if you want to be a part of a Secret Santa, if you want to give a gift and get a gift, also email us at ishgpodcast at gmail.com. But what, what should we make the title? Should it be the same? The subject? Elfster. Okay. So if you want to come be a part of the Secret Santa exchange, just email us at ishgpodcast at gmail.com and make sure that the header says Elfster. And then we're going to invite you to our, our Secret Santa thingy, majingy. Don't worry. It'll be really official. You get a link. You click it. You add to your wish list. We're going to have fun. We're going to have so much fun. We're going to have so much fun. Okay. Also, before we go, oh, my mm-hmm. God. Can I tell you that we have had a goddamn in the bucket oh, for so long. That's right. And we played it and we lost it. And we played it like a million fucking times. And I keep almost forgetting because we did never get these anymore. But Brandon... Not your Brandon. Nope. Sent us a goddamn. Goddamn. Are you ready? Hell yeah. Okay. I said, goddamn. <laughs> Boom. Hell yeah. There it is, Brandon. Sorry it took us so fucking long. Yeah. <laughs> and thanks for and resending also thanks. it. thanks. How fun. I know. We should start that back up again. I know. I like that. I feel like it gives, because we are always like, this is our podcast, like all of our mm-hmm. podcasts. Mm-hmm. You guys want to talk about shit? We'll talk about shit. I don't give a fuck. You're all my homies, the goddamn mm-hmm. fam. So I feel like it's like a secret little way. It's a secret little you guys fucking to insert. Be a part of like the I'm in episode 164. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! We love you all. Thanks Bye. for being fucking awesome. You're great. Go subscribe, rate, and review. Oh yeah, that too. Okay. Bye. Bye. And if you're all caught up on our podcast, stay tuned for a promo from Excuse Me. That's illegal. Oh hey there. You like true crime stories, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Who doesn't? But I gotta admit, after a while, all those stories of murder and heartache, well, they tend to go straight to my hips. So that's why I, Leroy Luna, have created a podcast called Excuse Me, That's Illegal, where we'll take a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. No TED Talks on Bundy here. The letters BTK won't be coming from these lips. Unless he had a brother that used to steal library books. Suppose I'd be willing to go balls deep into that one if that were the case. Anyways, you'll hear stories such as the Mad Pooper, a female jogger who wreaked havoc in a Colorado Springs neighborhood, using one family's front yard as her own personal dumping grounds. If this kind of content sounds like it's up your alley, excuse me, that's illegal, is available right now on all your favorite podcatchers. So come join me. I'll be right here waiting for you.